All right, boys, welcome to the NFFL podcast. It is Super Bowl week. How pumped are you? Seven. So pumped. Seven out of ten. We've got Dan, Matt Dolan with us. Dan, welcome back to the podcast. The entire league has missed your poems. Any comments? It's good to be back. It's great to have you back. Now we've got a packed episode this week. We're covering NCAA football is coming back. I know we've got some folks on the podcast pumped about that. We'll dive into the QB, Carousel, Stafford, Goff switching places. Who gets Watson in the sweepstakes? Uh, are the Niners getting Cousins? We'll talk all about that. We'll, of course, talk about Mahomes versus Brady in the Super Bowl. And then we're going to get to the fun stuff. Right? What are our favorite Super Bowl foods? <sighs> we're going to do a little game around that. Matt's got set up for us. Talk a little bit of Super Bowl predictions, some betting. And then, Dan, this last part's all about you, buddy. We want to know what you do day-to-day in that crazy garage yours. Hey, I came prepared for that one. I can't assume wait. it's meth-related. Oh. Either the garage or your job, one or the other. Both. They both happen in the same place. And I actually mean that. I'm pretty sure meth is involved in his job. Oh, yeah. It. Yeah, a lot of it. <laughs> the dark side not the fun side not the old breaking bad side nope all right vince you said ncaa is back i haven't told my wife yet but uh Uh-oh. i'll tell you what what are we a year or two from that game being released and uh yeah i'll be nearing the age of 40 it's a prime time to start a video game addiction back <laughs> <laughs> val's gonna be pumped dude when you text me about that i was already thinking about who's gonna be on the cover Right, none of these guys that we've seen win the Heisman the last few years. Um, it's not going to be Murray, not going to be Burrow, not going to be Devonte. Um, who's coming up in the next couple of years? I don't know, but it's going to be someone, and it's going to be sweet. God, we're just about to miss the Zach Wilson opportunity to have him on there. Oh, so close. I know Devonte uh, probably would have had it, but whatever. Wilson's going to be on Madden. We all know that. Hey. <laughs> That would be amazing. Greatest game ever. I know. Dan, have you ever played it? Nope. No. Nope. Like, what the what the hell? Did you, you see that coming? <laughs> but I know Alex has for sure played it. Um, he was he's a pretty tough Brooks. competition. Brooks has played. The mass uh, the last Madden that I played was Madden ninety eight on Sega Genesis. Damn. And then right after that you started what, Dungeons and Dragons? I wish but no. <laughs> okay. So Dan, I, I want you, we've already, we're already going down a rabbit hole here. We're talking about video games and how great they are or a waste of time. Vince is making a burn on you for Dungeons and Dragons. So I have a legitimate question. How long have you played D and D? Like three years, three years. Okay. This is a sincere question in three days from now at work. I am going to play D&D for the first time in my life. Any advice? What? Nice. That's nice. true. Three days, four days from now? Yeah. Monday. Is Dan nice. your grandmaster? Uh, I think that's what they're called. Dungeon master. And no, Dan is yep. not. Dan lives Matt in knows. Dude, that would be a blast. Group home D&D. Yes. A 15 Just have fun, man. A 15 year old will be my dungeon master. Just lean into it. That sounds kinky. It does. All right. This is a great football podcast. 
Oh man, let's get back to it. We've got a lot of stuff happen in the NFL. Obviously some big trades broke. We've got Stafford uh, leaving Detroit where he was drafted first overall back in the day. He's headed west to LA. Uh, he's going to be an LA Ram and Jared Goff, a couple years out of Cal, is now moving to Detroit. Um, some bad blood there, but what do you guys think about that trade? Kind of a big blockbuster trade um, with the uh, the Rams shipping the farm to Detroit just to get rid of Goff. Um, I guess, the, I mean, they must think it's an upgrade. They're doing it. Stafford, you know, I kind of, th- I was kind of excited by him because I knew the 49ers might get him. Um, but holy crap, like you got to think big picture, like the Rams have got to win it in the next year or two, because if not, uh, the Rams do not have a first round pick for the next seven years. That's a bad thing, Dan. Sounds rough. Yeah. Could you imagine Dan, if the next seven years of the NFFL, we didn't let you get a pick in the first round. That would be still have that coach that looks like he could be one of our friends. Yes. How did he get that job? He's got a beautiful fiance too. Oh, well, that's interesting. <laughs> it makes sense. I mean, he's like cool like us, but gets paid millions. So of course he does. Duh. Yeah. Makes perfect sense. Got rid of their number one QB, number one running back. Who else did they get rid of? I got um, rid of all their draft picks. All their draft picks. It's a bad First spot to be in. Sec- and that's crazy. So what was insane is seriously, just a month ago, I was talking to somebody about the Rams and how they've already given up all their draft picks. And then this news hits and it's like, they're giving up more draft picks. And it's like, you don't have more draft picks to give up. Like the Rams are in draft pick debt, which I think our country does. So it's mm, okay. With like, money. Yeah. yeah, we do it with money, not draft picks. Just right. to be super clear. Someone's really slow listening to this podcast. But yeah, we the are international listeners. The international right. listeners. We've got a lot of those. I understand in Singapore, you guys seem to have it under control. Here in America, it's a little more complicated. Yeah, I mean, I, I was reading some stuff where uh, some folks actually had the Rams as potential NFC favorites next season. They're putting a lot of faith in Stafford. Um, I've got some Detroit Lions fans as friends, and they're really high on Stafford. Uh, they think they can turn the Rams around. I don't. I mean, sure, I wish the Niners had him. I'd love to see him in Shanahan's offense, but I don't well, know. We're, we're getting Watson. You think we're getting Watson? No, I don't, but I'm going to keep <laughs> saying it, and it might just happen. Just keep wishing it into existence. Dan, if you didn't know, Deshaun Watson has spent a lot of time in Mexico recently. We're friends on Instagram, and he's been posting a lot of photos with, you know, subliminal messaging about how he doesn't want to work anymore. He, you know, wants to find friends that just want to work out and make money and have side hustles. Uh, I think he's over this NFL thing. What do you think? Now, when you say friends, do you mean like you follow him and read about him or do you guys like talk? (laughs) We talk. (laughs) No, dude, I just follow him. That's cool. (laughs) I just like his photos and think, oh, must be nice to fly private to Mexico. Yeah, one How do those about photos make you feel? How do those photos make me feel? Jealous. Probably should have tried harder in Any high school, but surprising feeling. No, not, nothing. Uh, no. 
That uh, oh, digging for it's gold. Okay. It's a safe space. <laughs> okay, how about this for Watson though? It's a safe space. Uh, he is. He could be your keeper, right, Vince? He could potentially be my keeper. Yeah. So I want to play the game. I've got Where did two I get games him? now. I don't even remember. Sixth round. I looked into it. I like it. Um, you keep this guy for the sixth round. If you could pick, and I wrote down three teams that might get him, where would you want him to end up for fantasy football purposes? Not NFL fandom, mm. but let's say this dude is your quarterback in fantasy football. What did you write down? I wrote down the Steelers, because what if they just say goodbye to Big Ben? They've got... Uh, Could happen. Uh, what? I'm already forgetting names. Juju? Juju, Deontay. What's Johnson's last name or first name? Deontay Johnson. There it is. Deontay Johnson. Claypool. Like that Claypool. could be, he could have a great time there. How about this crazy idea? Denver with Cortland Sutland, Jared Judy. I saw that. Uh, font. And then how about the 49ers? And we don't actually have injuries and we have Ayuk and Samuel and Kittle. So if you had to pick one for fantasy purposes, not fandom, Denver, Pittsburgh, or SF. I think you gotta go Denver. Billy likes those tong those tong guys, those tall guys. Really likes those tall quarterbacks. Got a lot of weapons there in Denver. Uh, I can't imagine Deshaun Watson loving the snow, but uh, I think fantasy wise, it'd be electric. There's probably enough things in this podcast to get me fired from certain jobs and possibilities, but I'm gonna say Denver doesn't take him because uh, he's not white. Oh. Is that okay to say, Dan? You're California. Well, you know, it doesn't matter fantasy-wise. California would say no. California would say that my comments were not okay. But what we'll, if they we'll take him in San Francisco. Historically. We'll take him in San Francisco. Has there ever been a black quarterback in Denver? It's actually a great question. That is a fair question. If they don't look like John Elway, John Elway doesn't let them join the team. Right. Like, did you see that post months ago? Personal. When, when all of Denver's quarterbacks were out, did you see, I believe it was a fake post, but made to look like it was Denver Broncos Twitter? No. It's, it said, if you played high school football, you're six foot four or taller and white, we need you. And it was referencing the idea they had no quarterbacks <laughs> that week. Oh. But they mentioned even the uh, ethnicity. It was pretty good. All right. So Denver's off the list. Uh, I just don't see him in uh, Pittsburgh. I think they're going to kind of hang on to Ben Roethlisberger. He's got a pretty big cap number, I think. But, I mean, they're going to keep him there. Um, I mean, I'd love to see him in, in uh, San Francisco. I think at the end of the day, I'm not going to keep him as a keeper anyways. But uh, just as a San Francisco Niners fan, I want him in the Bay Area. The question is... Yeah, quarterback keepers are never the best move. Um, Dan, I mean, I know you're deep in thought right now. You kept a keeper. How do you feel about that after the whole season? You kept a keeper. You kept a quarterback. And my keeper was – it was exciting to have a Cowboys quarterback, but it didn't work out when, as Cowboy <laughs> quarterbacks do, he got hurt. It was exciting to have a Cowboys quarterback. Oh, were you just like waking up every day pumped? You're like, oh, thank God I have Dak Prescott. 
See, it's then when I watched Cowboys game, I was killing two birds with one stone. It's fair. It's I was watching the point. Cowboys and watching my QB. You can't knock it. You can't. Yeah. Now my keeper options are pretty limited. I'm going to say my dad does that pretty regularly in the family league. He'll just be like, 49er quarterback, he's mine. He's going to have a great year. And I go, eh, well, <laughs> I'm good with it. Doesn't seem to hurt my team. <laughs> Did you win that league this year? Took second, I think. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Who took Two first? Wait a second. No, I took first. Gosh darn it. I did win that league. I did. I took second to this stupid league. You yeah. forgot that you won your league? That's embarrassing. Well, no offense to the family. Do you guys not league. do prizes? We do. I got 100 bucks I think, out of it. I think Dolan it, works every. He wins every year. But in comparison to this league, it doesn't quite mean 10%. Turns out the family yeah. league doesn't have a podcast. Lacking. Not many leagues do, <laughs> if I'm being honest. Uh, Vince, you wanted to say that Kirk Cousins was coming to the 49ers, which by the time we release this podcast, maybe it's true. Uh, Shanahan loves him. I don't. But Shanahan does. I don't know why. If he came in and he got us 11 wins in a season, would you change uh, the way you feel? 100%. Okay. Yeah, 100%. But I still don't understand why. Like, why does he love him? I don't know. Was he really that good in Washington when uh, uh, Shanahan was offensive coordinator there, I think, or he coached quarterbacks? I mean, I've watched Vikings games. I've got a buddy who's a Vikings fan. Uh, it looks painful to be a Vikings fan. He's like a a more erratic Jimmy Garoppolo. But he doesn't get hurt as easily? He certainly doesn't get hurt, so I guess that's an upgrade. That's uh, the new 49er pro, uh, requirements. We just need you to not be able to get hurt. Don't get injured. Most injured team in NFL history. I don't know if that's totally true, but I think it is. It was fact-checked um dan i'm gonna need some deep thoughts from you we gotta be talking about we gotta be talking about a big football game coming up the game the game i think it's manchester versus liverpool this weekend who you got that's a different type of football dan european football there it is there it is you figured it out. No, let's talk NFC, AFC. We got Mahomes versus Brady. Um, it's the Super Bowl. We got to give it respect. I know it means nothing to fantasy football. Um, also means nothing to Dan. Yeah. Oh, contraire. What? What? You watching it? Super Bowl. I've got money in this game. Who you got money us. on? Tell us. I'm participating in two different little Super Bowl games with some friends at work. What kind you guys of ever done one of those confidence leagues before where you bet points with different weights on the games and the playoffs and stuff? Mm-hmm. I've done, also so, done squares, which is pretty fun. I'm doing squares too. However, with the confidence pool, I'm in second place. If I choose the winner of the Super Bowl correctly, and if the first place person chooses incorrectly, then I win. If we both choose the same one, win or lose, I lose. So the only way for me to win is I choose correctly and they choose incorrectly. Who are they choosing? I don't know. We're trying to get in each other's heads. You should do some kind of like side bet and split the winnings. 
You know, that's a good idea. You could <laughs> Maybe make I'll everybody else's that. money. <laughs> I think that's cheating of some sort. But it certainly would be cheating. I think she's going to go for the Chiefs. Oh, yeah. I, well, you, well, let's get sexist now. I heard the word she really trying to get fired. Um, Tom Brady. Is her name Kennedy? He's no. <laughs> he's uh, super handsome. She's got to go with him. Yeah. But I'm going with Brady. I think you got to go Brady. Brady. I'm going with the Bucks. Go against Half the public. Because, is because I think that she's choosing Mahomes. The other half of it is I just feel like the universe wants Brady to win everything. And I, I don't that. like him for it, but I'm betting on him. Perpetual yeah. winner. Historically, he's done a fabulous job on and off the field in that category. Do you guys see, well, off field, certainly, but did you see on the field, half of his career, he's made it to the Super Bowl. 20 years <laughs> in the league, he's been there 10 times. What is it about him? His good looks. Just a charismatic leader. Bay Area raising, right? Sarah High School. Go Padres. I mean, we're I have no idea. Things. I have no idea. But he is know. consistently the best. I mean, I don't know how you can argue against him being the greatest quarterback of all time. But that sucks. He's just not likable. Steve Young, Tom Brady, Zach Wilson. <laughs> Kirk Cousins. <laughs> okay, you guys are so doing sign language for the listeners that have no clue. Yeah, this is bad radio. <laughs> it is. We, we were <laughs> ranking them with our hands. <laughs> okay, so you're going with Brady. Uh, do you sincerely believe the Bucks will win? And if so, besides Brady, why? That is, that's all I got. <laughs> I'm anticipating she's choosing the Chiefs. There's so that means I have to choose the opposite team if I want a, a chance at winning. What, and I Brady. mean, Brady's got home field advantage. Um, and while they're at the Super Bowl, uh, our league member, Derek Francisco will be there. That's I have right. no idea who he's cheering for, but I'd love to have him on here next week. So the That's rest cool. of us non-Super Bowl attendees could kind of hear what it's like. Ooh, we should you should call him from him. there. Oh, he, yeah. We could Jinx Vince. During the game. Who's doing the halftime show this year? Derek. He loves public stuff like that. He probably doesn't even like that I said his last name on his podcast. Don't worry, Derek. I think my mom is the 11th listener. We're fine. Speaking uh, of your mom, Matt. Oh, here we go. <laughs> Turn it up. Similar to Vince, I happen to be friends with celebrities on Instagram, and one of which is Brandon Boyd, the lead singer of Incubus. Friends? Every post I look at, it shows <laughs> Di Dolan has liked it. It Ever would be one. 100% accurate. Uh, you can piece those two together, I'm sure. He's a, he's a very inspiring hippie man. He's your father? Mm-hmm. Uh, That'd well, be sweet. That, that would have some perks, yes. I believe at one point my mother even let me know that if my father died... She would wow. then marry him. And I made sure to remember that would have to end up being consensual. And if you look at Brandon Boyd's followers, my mom's a really nice lady. Dude, he's a free spirit. Your he mom is. is very nice. And these are unprecedented times. <laughs> wow. So, so you're saying there's a chance. I hope, I hope Eric's doing just fine. 
Yeah, he seems to be good. Great. That's good. It's not his year to play quarterback in the Turkey Bowl. Just got shoulder surgery, but he'll be back stronger than ever. That guy's constantly under the knife. Mm -hmm. All right. So then what do you guys think about my choice? Um, I've got to go. I'm going to give two answers, which totally seems like cheating, right? How can you pick two? I'm going to say Kansas City wins, but Tampa Bay covers the 3.5 spread because of home field advantage and Tom Brady. But PTSD from the Super Bowl last year, where the 49ers, I think, had the lead with 10 minutes to go, maybe six minutes to go. And then somehow, remember. somehow Kansas City scored like 14 something points. I don't even know in don't like a remember. few minutes. And it was just like, oh, I was having so much fun. And they ruined everything. Yeah, yeah that was a fun ending. Don't remember that. Yeah. So the ending sucked. And uh, I believe my mom socially pressured the 20 people in my house to turn off the halftime show. Dan, do you remember the halftime show? What was it last year? Oh. Uh, uh, it was Lopez. Was that the Lopez with Lopez her Lopez and Shakira. Like mm-hmm. a lizard? Yeah, it got good. I mean, there was no... They were no... doing a lot of booty shaking and tongue wagging. Mm-hmm. That's the one. That's the one. So I think Tom Brady... I think it's a high scoring game. I would totally take the over, which is 57 points, tons of points, super fun, Super Bowl. Patrick Mahomes wins it at the end. And it's kind of like the passing of the torch, like Mm. the goat to the kid who appears to be the next goat. The Billy goat. It's actually called a kid. Ah, I see what you did there. Alliteration. The kid. I like that. The goat to the kid. I mean, I, I agree with both of you um well i'm rooting (laughs) how do i agree with both you actually i'm rooting for the buccaneers (laughs) you can't root against tom brady he's incredible and i think the fact that he has as many nfc championships than all of the quarterbacks in the nfc it's incredible as many as aaron Rodgers. that's a mean statistic it's true uh, as many as the Dallas Cowboys. Dang. Um, so I think it's incredible what he's doing there down in Tampa Bay. Now that said, I have so much anxiety and PTSD uh, as a Niners fan watching the Chiefs in literally every game. Uh, they seem unstoppable. Tyreek Hill is a speeding bullet with the ball in his hands. Patrick Mahomes seems to just have that it factor where he literally cannot do anything wrong. Um, I think the only shot the Bucks have is if they can really pressure Mahomes, make a couple big stops and get after Mahomes. Maybe he's a little hobbled. That would be lovely. Um, the Bucks have a shot, but if they can't get any pressure on Mahomes, get through that offensive line, it could get ugly quick, in my opinion. So I'm taking... With my brain, I'm taking the Chiefs um, 43 to 28. Whoa. All right. Hot take. That but might I'm not even be as fun to not, watch. I'm definitely not rooting for them. We need the game to be fun because we all know the commercials are going to be really sad attempts at being sad and heartwarming. Oh, they're, dude, the last year that we've had, literally everything is going to be emotional. Yeah. Women and men because we are a politically correct podcast, are all going to cry 
even the ones that don't identify as either, they are going to cry. Are they going to have everyone like Derek and all the other health professionals come down for the halftime show and they'll form one big mask together? And they're going to hold hands <laughs> and then they're going to say Derek and his last name for everyone to hear. <laughs> Special, they, like at the end of the Super Bowl credits go up through the screen and it's all of their names. He'd be so mad. I hope Maybe it's just going to be 15 minutes of silence to remember all the loss. I hope there's a power outage. Remember that time? That was fun. Can you imagine? With all the conspiracies, there would be so many people with their brains exploding if the power went off at the Super Bowl. Uh, it did several years ago during the Super Bowl. Niners Ravens. Yeah, I kind of thought that was her bad rough. Super Bowl. It's, yeah, it's been rough for the Niners. Uh, okay. Let's talk about the really important thing. Um. Uh, we'll go uh, oldest to youngest. Vince, you're the youngest. Dan, we're like six days apart, right? November 6th. Yeah, 12th over here. So that makes you the oldest? Dan's the Barely. oldest. Perfect. All right, Dan, you get last pick in the first round. But you get first pick in the next. So we're going four rounds right here, okay? Snake draft, just like fantasy football. And you get to pick the best Super Bowl foods. Are you writing them down? I've got the pen. I'll write them down for your team. We got, I should probably write Vince first. Vince, you get to I'm go going first. first. I'm going with, there's nothing better than bone-in buffalo wings dipped in ranch all over the beard. Just gnawing on that bone. Oh. Nothing better than that. Also with a Dr. Pepper. Whoa, whoa. You don't get two picks. I get it. I get it. We're not doing it's drinks. It's a pairing. It's a exactly. He's sophisticated. It's like a, it's I, a noticed, I noticed. You pour it and you swirl it and let it breathe. <laughs> <laughs> you said bone in. And I'm going to agree with you, but you were really, really adamant about that. Why is that? Dude. I mean, those boneless wings are for little kids. They are. Little kids named Kennedy. I bet she loves them. She's great. I've met her. She's a fantastic, like, four or five-year-old. Right. And she probably likes little boneless wings, which are which is cool. But men, mm -hmm. we eat bone-in wings. We suck that bone dry. <laughs> All I'm picking right. up on a theme. Yep. That's been a theme. Anyhow. Gone popsicles too. League for years, Dan. It hasn't stopped. I am right, gonna, I'm gonna go. I think I'm gonna skip my number two and go for the my my number three pick, thinking I'm gonna get the other one as I come back to the, the snake back. draft. Dangerous. Yeah, this, this is value based drafting. I am going with nachos. Nachos. You mm -hmm. like that eight layer bean dip with your all, nachos? Or all those aren't nachos. All of it, that's that's fair, but I want all of that heated up on top of it. So suddenly ah. it is. Um, Reverse to, nacho. Oh, yeah. I want the cheese. I want the guac. I want the beans. I want all that stuff. Good chips that don't get soggy. Mm. Great pick. I feel comfortable with it. Dan? I Dan. That. Dan, you get to go back-to-back -back picks here. All right. So you can make a stretch. Go for a kicker because you get back-to-back. -back. It's all good. Hey, you're right. running back my right pick. after. This pick always makes me think of Jake. Uh-oh. Pigs in a blanket. 
<laughs> I feel like there's a story there. Little ones, not not the big ones. Little ones. Right. Like I said, there's a story there. I think he's just talking about small wieners. <laughs> like Wrapped I said, like I said, there's a story. <laughs> They're good. You bake them, easy to make, easy to clean up, and you can just chow down on those little wieners. What do you sure. What do you dip them in? Dude, I don't dip them. No dipping. Okay. No. Doesn't have to lube it up. On the rocks. <laughs> Just straight. Wiener on the rocks. <laughs> wow. All right. There's my pick. My next one. Matt took my idea. I mean, really, I like to bean dip without the chips underneath, but it's the same thing. My next pick that I'm going to go with is the classic kid snack from the Super Bowl, which is Ruffles chips with that French onion dip. Turn me up. We'll call you know that. I'm talking about you eat like so dip. much of it mm-hmm. and it tastes so good and then you don't realize what you've done and then you feel so gross. Oh yeah. I love that. In classic fantasy football draft, Dan, you got me. My next one was going to be like chips and guac or dip and stuff like that. So my my strategy didn't work. You got my guy. Compliments to you. Um I've definitely been to a bunch of Super Bowl parties where you get like small pulled pork sandwiches. Mm. I'm going with that for the next pick. Hawaiian buns? A little Hawaiian buns? Hawaiian buns. Maybe some like special weird oniony or who knows what's in that white sauce stuff. It's not mayo, but it's not. I don't know Mm. what it is. I've never prepared it. It's just there and it tastes so good. No one ever brings it. It just appears. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, you start. who brought this who anybody did anybody nobody wants to admit that it's just there i love that all right so i'm up next we've got our wings we've got our dr pepper i'm pairing that with a domino's meat lovers pizza with that doughy crust that cheese Podcast brought to you by Domino's. <laughs> they also sell buffalo out. wings. They do. Great pairing. Everything you want. And a two liter of Dr. Pepper. <laughs> that's exactly right. I think that's what we're doing on Sunday. Why not? Vince picked up a secret sponsor that he didn't tell us about. He's going to make $25, which is what this podcast has made in the last two years. Well, it's more than, you know, your family podcast. We don't hey, have, have you guys considered advertising this on Wall Street Bets on Reddit? <laughs> I do love that idea. We could send this podcast to the moon. I love it. We really need some like crypto behind this thing. Some Doge. <laughs> Doge coin. <laughs> oh, heavens, yes. Vince, keep the dominoes thing going. You've got a theme. You don't don't get fancy here what else are you getting there what else am i getting at domino's i'm <laughs> I getting don't know if there's anything else you can get besides. they've got dessert at domino's oh. i'm getting bathrooms with paper towels all over the floor cinnamon pretzel twists they're like churros like i'm you know like not great churros but they're at still domino's? delicious oh yeah little nuggets little nuggies oh Cinnamon sugar, tossed butter. Nice. Yeah. I'll give it to you. I 
I really do think you should send this podcast into marketing over there. Think they pick us up? Yep. And they'll appreciate the $20 you spend this weekend. Although the price will be way higher than that. Plus delivery in the Bay Area is going to be a $50 pizza, buffalo wings, and cinnamon toast for you. May you and Carly enjoy it. It's going to be worth it. All right. my I'm up next. Um, I think I'm going to go with uh, some sort of like chili. Some sort of just... Hmm. I mean, I've already got the nachos going, pulled pork. I can tell you what's going to happen to my body later. But I just feel like it fits my theme. Nachos, pulled pork, and chili. Brought to you by Dude Wipes. <laughs> <laughs> the softest wipes in the bathroom. Some baby wipes. Man, you're going to need to get real up, real far up there with your, mm. you know. At one point in life, Val and I went to some like neighborhood church contest thing for chili and we took like second or third and we just straight up asked for the recipe from the people who won and they gave it to us. <laughs> and we won multiple years as we continued to move throughout my college career. We would just be like, oh, new neighborhood, new, you know, fall get together chili contest. And we just kept winning thanks to that person's recipe. That's hilarious. Wow. Do you know who they are still? Like you friends with them? I don't remember their names or even what they look like. Do you? My wife still does. Probably won't say their names. She's probably really good friends with them still. Yeah, I mean, imagine if you guys ran into each other at another contest and you both brought the same chili. Oh, these ones taste the same. <laughs> You'd be like, oh, you don't, you don't want to try ours. It's too spicy. No, you wouldn't like it. You wouldn't like it. Dan, you've got pigs in a blanket. You got chips and dip. You got these little quick foods you're eating. Nothing, nothing too messy. Maybe a little bit of the dip spilling, but pretty clean so far. Now you're getting your third and then fourth and final pick right here. Crockpot meatballs, teriyaki. Oh, that's I like that. The little like Put sweet some, sauce. Some toothpicks in there. Yeah. Dude. Okay. Here's a blast from my childhood that I haven't had in so long, but I want it. Bread bowl spinach dip. Ooh. Did you guys have that growing up at Super Bowl stuff? Yeah, absolutely. My house. But you got to be careful because if you get, as a kid, too much of the spinach dip, it's too spinachy and it's gross. And then right. you remember that you're eating spinach. But if you have just the right balance of that sourdough or whatever it is and that spinach dip, which is like mostly mayo and a little bit of green, then it's heavenly. Dan, I want to go back to your balls for a second. Your what? His meatballs. Ah. um so like kansas, you said his balls yep kansas I, I saw this on espn i haven't clicked the link because it's just great reporting and i assume the subtext that i got contains everything i, I doubt there'd be much deeper but it simply says kansas city chiefs chris jones has another superstition meatballs jones wreaked havoc on the 49ers during super bowl liv i'm not even gonna try working that one out after eating meatballs from the wife of the defensive coordinator the night before. He hmm. ate his defensive coordinator's wife's, wife's meatballs. And won. So Dan. Is he do that again this year? Hubba hubba. I would assume so. Uh, again, I'm, that was just all from the title. I'm not going to click on the link. So That'll uh, definitely get you, you know, pop-ups and stuff. Yeah. 
So Dan, you got to think you got a winning winning situation with what you picked there. Breakfast of champions, apparently. All right, I'm gonna say it, and I, it's not a popular choice, but I think it's the right choice because I've got nachos going, I've got pulled pork, I've got chili. Things inside of me are happening, and they're wrong. I'm gonna go with a veggie tray. Oh yeah, Boo. yeah. Now you, can you gotta go with have it. Yeah, they, it's like the cog that holds Boo. the whole wheel together. I hear Val say fried zucchini. She did. Okay, she's invited. Veggie tray, unfried, just trying to keep things okay. Got to have the fiber help move everything through appropriately. You need that veggie tray because after you binge on the other stuff, you feel a little bit healthier going for some carrots and ranch. Yeah, like I had four carrots and a celery stick. I can have seconds on nachos. Right. Yeah, you just got to layer it right in your stomach. (laughs) It's like a 15-layer dip going on inside of me. Literally. Well, you're planning ahead mm-hmm. with the fiber boosts, sort mm-hmm. of, with just keeping mm-hmm. things moving. Gosh dang it, I'm an adult. I chose vegetables. You know, it's like when they used to make bricks out of mud and stuff, you always got to add a little straw. Mmm, it's a good point. Vince, with the final pick in the 2020 draft. 2021. <laughs> oh. I'm taking the very famous, should I say the infamous, homemade cookies with the colors and name of both teams playing in the Super Bowl. You got your Tom Brady cookies, your Mahomes cookies, you know, your Tyreek Hill cookies because you kind of want to punch him a little bit. Uh, And then you just munch on those, you know, when you're sad at the end. (laughs) With frosting, you know what I'm talking about? Mm. Oh, that sounds fabulous. So, to keep it PC for you California boys, we're all winners today. We all chose well. Good job. Where's Dan taking us? Is he showing us his kitchen and the if, cookies that he's about to eat? If Dan is going to the toilet. Oh. <laughs> all right. Um, Vince. Anything else about the Super Bowl? Any other crazy bets? Anything else? And if not, we got to learn a little bit about our man, Dan. I mean, I love prop bets. I, I haven't taken a look at kind of any of the prop bets lately, uh, but they're always super fun. Um, coin toss. What color Gatorade's getting poured on the winner? Um, let's Heads, see what other ones. Yellow. Heads yellow? Heads Yellow Gatorade, lime, whatever you want to call it. Yep, yep. You're going heads and lime. We need uh, a spreadsheet on that, the colors throughout the years. All right, here's some early does prop it, bets. Does it match the color of the team? Like, do you choose a Gatorade that matches, like, oh, we're red, so red Gatorade? I think normally that's what people do. Clear, I think, typically is one of the big winners. Uh, but let's see what some of these prop bets look like. Coin toss, obviously. Uh, opening kickoff be a touchback. The favorite is yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, the run play will be the first offensive play. That's the favorite. Will there be a score in the first five minutes? I go back on the run play. Do you know who the two quarterbacks are? Uh-uh. I'll take that uh... bet. 
Yeah, plus a hundred, you could win a hundred dollars. Wow. Put it, putting down to what? Ninety. Yep. Walk out First team to score. Chiefs are favored. We got some player prop bets, passing yards, TDs. These, none of these are fun. Largest completion by Patrick Mahomes over under 39 and a half yards. Over. I think so too. Does Gronk somehow use the word, the number 69 at some point? He's going to end up with 69 yards. Come on. God, that would be so great. All right. Here's some fun ones. One more. Will there be a score in the last three and a half minutes of the fourth quarter? Yes. That's a fun one. Confident. Seriously, three and a half minutes. One either of those quarterbacks can do it in 90 seconds. Easy. Right. That's that's the favorite. Uh let's see. Any other fun ones? All right, let's end it maybe with the Super Bowl MVP. We've got Patrick Mahomes favored. At minus 120, we've got Tom Brady, plus 190, Tyreek Hill, plus 1,200, Travis Kelsey, plus 1,300, The Field, 2,500. What do you think? The field's kind of fun there. Yeah. Tom, Gronk come back for some Patriots glory days. I kind of like it. Yeah, I could go to the field in the scenario where, like, the defense is just dominating and Tom Brady just sort of does the Peyton Manning thing and just kind of gets by and wins another one. But I don't, ah, it's going to go to one of the QBs. Probably right. All right. I think that's what we got on the prop bet side. We do have, of course, our esteemed guest of the evening. It is Mr. Dan Kennedy Apgar. I, I don't think that's accurate. Mr. Dan Apgar. Dan, I'd like to think you and me are listening to the exact same bands we were listening to in seventh grade where we were doing some dope rollerblade tricks. But my guess is maybe you've evolved over the years. It's now what? Incubus with your mom. Oh, I don't even have a follow-up yeah. question. That's it. No, That's what's, it. what are you listening to, Dan? The people, Matt, Don, we want to know. What do you listen to today other than Game of Thrones jingles to pump you up for Dungeons and Dragons? Well, ironically, I just had a little pop-up alert on my phone saying that the new Foo Fighters album is now available to download. We were talking about that this week. Yeah, Medicine at Midnight just got released. What if I told you I just listened to an interview today on some podcast I'd never heard of with Dave Grohl on it talking about making Sonic Highways? I love Dave Grohl. Yeah. He's such a cool great. dude. Also, if the Brandon Boyd thing doesn't work out, my mom's going for him. Really? For Dave Grohl? Yeah. Your mom just loves musicians. Yeah. And any oh. actor. The list goes on. Oh, she. Yeah, that's right. Mm. I forgot. Nicolas Cage? Oh. Sure. Probably mm. not. Dan, we've heard some stories before, but you got a promotion. Tell us about a day in the life of work with Dan and maybe a good crazy story too. Oh man, it's changed a lot with this promotion. I sit at my desk all day now. Is that less crazy well, then? Almost all day. So I'm still 
So I'm a supervisor now. I'm a boss. So that means, though, that I'm still on rotation of having a crisis phone for the lobby. So if stuff goes down up front twice a week, I have the phone. Damn, we need you up here. And I run on up to the lobby to see what's going on. Most often, I just hear the yells and I recognize the voice. So I just get up from my desk and go up anyway, because they used to be my people. So I still deal with crazy lobby stuff, people getting all mad, throwing chairs occasionally, really just cussing out staff. Like WWE. Yeah. Yeah. One of my guys chucked a chair. That was freaky. So do these clients, if that's the right word to use, have they ever stormed your building? No, but on the weekends, (laughs) it becomes sort of like, uh, remember in Pinocchio, that Donkey Island? Where pretty- it was just party time 24 7. Sounds yeah. fun. Yeah. That that's like my office porch on the weekends. Uh it's a real big homeless camp outside. So does if I remember the movie Pinocchio, uh there's it's just a lot of drugs and an orgy, right? Pretty much. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Oh, I feel right. like my my uh perception of pinocchio is so different you might want to go back and watch that one it's all about meth pinocchio (laughs) wait so so dan while you i don't even know if you guys are being serious or not i'm actually i was like you know i was like a little kid watching this you guys were probably like 30 like laughing at all the funny jokes are you packing heat at work dan do you have to arm yourself you you fight them with your fists yeah, and they we do this training at work. So like we're social workers, right? We're not right. the sheriff or probation who have weapons and training on how to really defend yourself. What the right. social workers get is basically if you were to grab my clothing or grab my arm or my hair, I would grab your hand and just say very loudly, "Are you okay? Are you okay? Are you okay?" <laughs> what? Does it work? Yeah. I haven't had to do it, luckily, but... But, but how many social purposes, workers have died? <laughs> yeah, sadly, yeah. For, uh, yeah. for legal purposes, that's what we are supposed to do. I have a buddy who works in the sheriff, no, in probation department, and he was telling me, I forgot how many feet it is, that, like, officers are aware that even just staring at someone, what is it, 16 feet, 23 feet, something under 30 feet, if someone's standing with a knife and looking at you, they could rush you in that distance and get you, even with like all their training quick. and stuff. Yeah. It's like Ray Lewis. <laughs> now, Dan doesn't get the reference, but I still appreciate it. Ray Lewis killed a guy and got away with it. Well, oh. Allegedly. Oh, and right. Allegedly. Also, yeah. fabulous football player. You got to be so good at football. Somebody made that joke. You have to be so good at football. That you could kill somebody and like everybody's convinced you do it and we're like yeah you can probably keep playing football and some people still draft him that was him well this, sure sure <laughs> that's okay all right no i do want to know more about this though so you basically work is it the proper term in an insane asylum no uh-uh. we're just no. the, uh, the the public services the county services so for anybody who has just regular Medi-Cal for Californians and they need mental health or substance use treatment or- Oh, so this is like a, supposed to be a pretty normal place. Normal yeah. service. 
we have a lobby front desk people it's a regular place of business and your chairs in this lobby they're throwable yeah why aren't they locked to the ground yeah well we're getting a new building in like three years and i know that the design is going to be a lot different the building that we're in right now actually used to be a world war ii hospital like i said an insane asylum fun fact well and then ironically after that it became a mental institution for a lot of years and now it's my office and now it's called Riker's. Fun fact, years ago, there was a guy who came in who was experiencing psychosis, and he said to one of my coworkers, don't you see them? And they said, who? And he said, all the injured soldiers. <gasps> Why? I mean, that's got to be true. Why would he know that? Well, I mean, like military theme and religious stuff, those are all common, like hallucination mm -hmm. content things. So, I mean, it was just a funny coincidence or was it who knows sixth sense wow. yeah so it gets That's pretty crazy, lively man. pretty lively where we're so, at so matt started off the podcast talking about meth so you guys do meth at work no dude but it's everywhere man it's the worst thing in the world i hate it like people are it's so hard for people to stop it and then it basically just straight up cancels out whatever psych meds they're on so if someone's got real severe like schizophrenia or something and we finally motivate them to, to get on some sort of medication, like maybe an injection that you only need once a month, which is best case scenario because they don't have to remember to take it daily. They get on that injection, but they're still using meth. They're still like shouting at their voices, experiencing paranoia and delusions. Meth, it just ruins everybody's life. I've seen some guys in San Francisco when we used to go to work like on BART, because I used to take yeah. from uni. Like in public, they're just, I don't really know how you take it, smoke it, I guess. But uh, crazy, yeah. man. It's crazy and super sad. It's so hard. And so many of the folks too, they'll take it because it's like the perception is that it's a little vacation from your voices or your hallucinations that bother you 24-7. Mm. Like they feel like it gives me a break from it. I finally feel normal. I feel good. I feel better than normal. But then it's like pouring gas on a flame that all of the symptoms just get way worse for a couple of days after. It's probably like super cyclical. Like then they try it again, thinking it'd go away. And then, and then they come down and the voices <clears throat> come back hard. It's, it's, it's rough. Yeah. Sounds amazing and terrible all at the same time. You know, do you enjoy your job? I do. And my new, I enjoy my new one too. My, the old one that I had for years where I was doing all the in the field stuff, it was pretty fun. And it was like a lot of like adrenaline type stuff. And it was really fulfilling too. It was a, a do whatever it takes attitude. We would go in the field. So I was barely in the office. So that means that I was meeting with everybody under bridges or in their camps or wherever I was going out there with a laptop or just hiking out myself. And that was a lot of fun getting to know people out, out in the streets where they were at. You would have been, pretty, but it is also, I bet nice you were awesome that. at that. That would have been a lot, in some ways a lot of fun. It was super fun, you know, because you're, I mean, it's, it's all voluntary. You can't make anybody do anything. So you're just building relationship with them, trying to hook them up with what they need, you know, like, hey, man, you're a vet. Did you know we got vet stuff for you? Dude, let's get you some housing or let's get you treatment. Or you got an unmanaged diabetes? Dude, let's get you a doctor. So it was cool just hooking people up with the basic stuff they needed. And then sometimes you'd see positive change, but in most cases, not really, because we were our program was dealing with the folks that were just uh, struggling the most. 
Is there any chance there's a Super Bowl related activity for these people? Sure that a lot of them watch the game. They do have a, a pretty tight knit community. And right now there's like a bunch of tents and some RVs and a speedboat outside my office. So oh. I'm sure they're going to be partying. Oh. Oh, a speedboat. Is it in yeah, the water? Somebody... Is it like tailgating at, you know, UW football games in Seattle? Yeah. yeah. And when the weather's nice, I like to go out there and just like sit with them, you know, and talk for a little bit. Cause I don't want to just be the guy that's like, Hey, you got to leave, you know? So I want to go out there and just like shoot the breeze with them a little bit. And so that's fun. Just chilling. They're drinking their natty ice or who knows what. Dude, tomorrow's knows Friday. What. I think you go out there with a Sharpie and everybody gets to Sharpie the logo of the team they're cheering for on their, on their hands. <laughs> that would be fun. I think. And then, you know, just something to do. No, I have the glorious county worker schedule where I have every other Friday off. So tomorrow I am home. Me too, buddy. There we go. Indeed. Social workers unite. Oh, uh, so you're at home. of the people. So uh, what the heck does that look like, dude? What's life at home like? Well, you know how it goes with several kids. It's several several, several kids that are under them? the age of six. How many do you have? Three. Wow, that is several. Ladies. So it's... Uh, you have three little girls? Of, yeah, dude, three of them. Dang, man. Yeah, they're awesome, but it's a lot of adjudicating oh, so court cases. You know, are your toy was friends? They're your cool. kids. Yeah, they love each other. Oh, our kids—they've hung out a couple yeah, times. My kids we see him in Tahoe. His kids every so often. Mm-hmm. They'll be like, "When are we going to see that one family again?" Mm-hmm. Probably next July, Ken's. The one that we're on a podcast with. Yes. Right. Kids. Right. Nice, man. Yeah, we'll probably be up there again, Matt. In July, we should do that again. We'll be there. Uh, neither of us with a trophy this time. Um, yeah, true. All right, Dan. I don't know if you've prepared this, but in the back of your mind, I mean, you've done some good fantasy football things. Pranks. Um, you've had pranks done to you. You've done some good ones. Has there ever been something you thought this would be the best thing I could pull off for this league, but it's just not feasible or you haven't gotten to it? I would love to travel to Jake's place in Utah. But that is Jake's not a nomad. Right now. He's a nomad. So I know. Have to track him down. I know. He's in California here and there. But, man, it would be fun to go to his place in Utah. What would you do when you were there? Depends if I had somebody that could get me in on the inside. Right. Huh? Um, I wonder if she still has a key. Yeah, we know someone. <laughs> All right, moving on. Wait, so once you get this key and you're inside Jake's house, what are you doing to Jake? I get in his computer chair as a tall back and I turn so the door's behind me. Oh. Lights are off. <laughs> he comes in. And I slowly spin around, drinking something out of one of his cups. What are you drinking? Well, if it's Jake's house, it's probably milk. (laughs) (laughs) Just like milk just drooling down your... Okay, I I see what's happening. Then what? And then I would apologize for eating all of his mac and cheese. Damn. Which means he would be foodless for like a week. (laughs) To be clear, I do think he makes more money than any of us. Maybe. Dude, mac and cheese is bomb. 
I don't know. He kind of looks like a mac and cheese guy, though. I, I could see it. I gave him – okay, when he came to pick up the junk, I gave him a protein bar, and it literally looked like he hadn't eaten in three months. So he's I don't like know what you – No, he's our, like, local homeless guy. He just has more money than us. Right, but <laughs> – You're just like, take this protein bar, please. Yeah, he was, like, scarfing it down. <laughs> I was like, hey, man, there's an In-N-Out nearby. Do you want dinner? He was like, oh, no, I'm good. So you got, you-, do, you got to do what Dan does to people. Yeah. Right. I, like, went out to his car, and he, like, had his bed set up. I was like, do you need anything? You met him where he was at. <laughs> right. You gave him the right to choose. Vince, you're the best social worker on this podcast. Thank you. <laughs> Salesforce is lucky to have you working as a non-social worker. Thank you so much. We actually get paid VTO, volunteer time off. I got paid by Salesforce to help Jake. Hey, that is pretty cool. It's a made up rules out there. It's amazing. California, baby. Dan, the question everybody wants to know, are poems coming back? We miss them. You know what? Maybe they'll make a return next season. <sighs> okay. I've had a season to regain my creativity. Okay. It never left. I remember somewhere in a podcast, somebody actually asking, I think it was Vince, just like, how do you come up with these? And you're like, I come up with a, a line and then I come up with another word that rhymes with it. Basically. <laughs> and it was like, wow. <laughs> Don't tell you- us all your secrets. Uh, yeah. Well, Mr. Apgar, it's been a pleasure having you on here. You too, Vince. And uh, I think we look forward to the poems more than I even look forward to the Super Bowl. That's definitely true. And Dan, you owe us Dungeons and Dragons. Oh, you know what? That would be fun. Can we? Okay. Matt, are you in? Sure. I mean, so I'm going to figure it out in four days from now. You're going to be a dungeon master soon. So question before we, we all wrap up for the evening. Could we do a D&D adventure in an hour on a podcast is that doable yeah you could do what they call one shots love that it's just a little single episode that's it there are a lot of them out there that are like already written and stuff yeah i'm sure there's an easy one i could find when you say easy i want to be able to die i don't want it to be one of those games that it's just like we all win i want to oh no i meant easy for me to run and just pick up we're definitely gonna kill you in it no question matt oh Okay. Well, what what flavor would you guys want? Because it could be a whole bunch of different things. It could be straight up Lord of the Ringsy. It could be like over the top, ridiculous, yep. medieval, whatever. It With could be football. like dark. What do you I guys think want? Over the top, ridiculous, like football references. Okay. Think that's that. the theme. Let's freaking do it. I could do that. This off season, it's going to happen. Boys, it was awesome chatting with both of you this evening. Next time we're here, it's the Super Bowl, baby. We're going to be talking about who won this glorious trophy. Uh, but as always, it was great chatting with you both. Adios. Bye, guys. Peace. Yay!